Men, it's time to make friendship a priority in your life. It is time to get clarity on what a true spiritual friend is. And we are here to help you do just that. In this season of the Cross Training Ministries podcast, Joe Barnard and myself, Evan McGinty, are going to guide you to discover 10 marks of a spiritual friend. We're going to help you get on a path of spiritual growth with a band of brothers. Let's get started. All right, Joe, let's talk spiritual friendship again. And I want to start us off by taking just a hard left turn. But uh, I promise we're going to make our way back to talking about spiritual friendship. But let me let me take a, a hard left here real quick. Uh, so next month, my wife and I celebrate 15 years of marriage at our 15 year uh, wedding anniversary coming up, which is super exciting. And, uh, you know, I don't know how you are when you get close to anniversary time, but it, it makes you harken back, think back, not only back on the last 15 years of marriage, but uh, also thinking back to uh, what was life like before we got married? What was I thinking? Where was I at mentally? And what, where have I grown? What, what's, what's changed in my way of, of thinking about marriage? And yeah, okay, I've only been married 15 years. It's not 50 years. So I, I still have a lot to learn. I don't know. How long have you and Anna been married? Yeah, we've been, we've been 16. We're a little bit ahead of you. Oh my gosh. You have so much wisdom, Joe. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I don't, I don't know it all yet for sure, but I, I, I do feel like, okay, I, I've learned and grown some, but I was thinking this week uh, back to a conversation I had with somebody um, before I got married. And I asked this guy out to dinner um, and I, I wanted to just sit with him and say, I'm thinking about getting married. I want to marry Angie. I think I, I know I do, but when do you know it's the right time? Like, is this the right time? When do you know? Is it, you know, I don't know if you ever had those thoughts before you get married. Like, is this the right time? Is this the right person? I want to make sure everything's good. And so I sat down with this guy and had this conversation. Like, how do you know it's the right time? How do you know it's the right person? How do you know everything's going to be okay? And of course he, you know, laughed at me basically. <laughs> and, but we sat and had a, a good conversation about, uh, what brought him into marriage and just kind of let him speak some, some life into me. But, you know, it, it was one of those situations where I didn't quite know if you've never been married before, you don't know what you're looking for, right? You don't, you don't, you, you think, you know, what marriage should be, or you think, you know, what you want in a spouse, but you've never been married before. So am I, am I seeing what I, I should be seeing in this person? Is that what I, you know, am I identifying the right things? And you want somebody to confirm that in you. And I don't know, over the past 15 years, uh, I, I guess I could say I don't, yeah, I didn't know quite what I was looking for. But over the past 15 years, I know what I've found in a wife, and that is a spiritual friend. What I've found over these past 15 years is my wife is a true spiritual friend. And it's, I, I say that as it's a blessing to be able to say that for sure. But it leads me to this question. I'm going to try to make a turn back to our talk of, of spiritual friendship. What does spiritual friendship have to do with marriage? Does this, how do these two worlds fit together? Is it okay for me to think through as I look at spiritual friendships in my life to see my wife as a shining example of that? You know, as I look past over the past 15 years of my marriage, for me to be able to say, man, she has grown to be an amazing spiritual friend. Am I right in saying that? What do the two worlds have to do with one another? You know, I hope that as uh, guys have been listening to this podcast, that what has been, you know, just the, the light flashing their mind is, wait a second, like, this is making me think of marriage. This is making me think of my wife. Because in a real sense, uh, 
our wives should be our greatest, uh, most intimate spiritual friends. And I think that's why when you, when you read Ephesians and, and elsewhere in the New Testament, I mean, that is such a special relationship, you know, in which we grow, you know, in intimacy and in communication in love in all of the character traits that we're meant to be putting on as Christians in a way that's unique and different from really any other relationship. And so I think absolutely all of the sort of things we've been talking about, they should be making us think of the kind of relationship that we want to grow into with our spouses. Yeah, it's unfortunately a lot of times uh, guys, I think, shy away from thinking about your wife like this because we've relegated that to like cutesy Hallmark cards. You know, you got the Hallmark card. Oh, my my best. You're my best friend and you're my wife. You know, oh, that's so cute. No. <laughs> but it's true, right? Shouldn't it be true that uh, that we have in our wives a wonderful, deep friendship? And not only just a, a best friend of life, but a what we've talked about, a spiritual friend. Is my wife the kind of person who is just my co-author? You know, we've talked about somebody who's seeing all of my past and scars and write, rewriting all, all of that with me. Is it somebody who's in a crow's nest for me and helping to see around all of that? I, I think that uh, hopefully, like you said, hopefully guys, that's the image that came to their mind immediately as we've talked about spiritual friendship is, oh yeah, that's, that's my wife for sure. Uh, let me, let me turn that a little bit though, and ask what if my wife is my only spiritual friend? Is that okay? I'd like, let me say, okay, I've got a great yeah. spiritual friend in my wife over the past 15 years. We've developed this great, wonderful friendship, but, uh, what if she's the only one I got? Yeah. And I think this is where, you know, you have two types of guys. You've got one type that, uh, puts all of the weight of his kind of friendship need on the spouse. And, uh, you know, we might just, you know, to, to get a picture of that it, it, it's kind of like trying to build a house with one load bearing wall. I mean, that's a great wall. It maybe is meant to be the strongest wall that's going to support the home, but it can't be the only load bearing wall. And yes. so you've got one guy who's trying to do it all, uh, with his wife. And then you've got other guys that do the opposite. Like, um, you know, they, they, they really, the friends that they enjoy, I mean, it's the guys when they get time with the guys away from the, the wife. And that's all these kind of, you know, stereotypes of the, the wife kind of, you know, badgering the guy, keeping him at home, you know, taking away the fun. Um, and so you know, that guy, he needs to realize that, no, actually, he, he needs that wife to be even, you know, a more significant relationship than these guys that he's always trying to run off with. Yeah, uh, that's great. And you just identified what we would say is a characteristic of a spiritual friend. Uh, so let me make it explicit there. We would say a spiritual friend is a load-bearing wall. So take that and run with it a little bit because you've talked, let me give you a little direction there. So I've heard you talk in the past a, a few episodes ago about how spiritual friendship is a journey, right? So think about that. I guess expand, about, uh, expand on that in terms of a load-bearing wall as a spiritual friend and marriage and friendships, I don't know, put all these together in that sense of we're all on a journey kind of thing. Yeah, I think what's in common is we're, guys need to push away the idea that, look, whether you think of yourself as an island, you know, whether you think of yourself as just your lone pillar, uh, that aspect of our culture that fixates on the individual and that aspect of masculinity that says, look, you know, I'm going to be, uh, you know, the cowboy that rides off in the sunset and I can, I can do it by myself. And, you know, what both of these pictures are picking up is, you know, when you picture that journey, don't think of it as a solitary journey, but, you know, a journey with a band of brothers or a band of friends 
And equally, when you think of a home uh, in your life, you know, in a sense is taking place in this home uh, that, you know, it takes support. It takes, Mm -hmm. you know, genuine holding the whole structure in place. And you can't do that on your own and you can't do it with one other individual. You know, it's going to take a group of people and uh, we could talk about other kinds of relationships as well, but we're just talking about friendship. I think Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, when we talk about real friendship, we're talking about walls that can support weight in your life. Yes. Yes. And talk a little bit about the uniqueness now of a band of brothers in particular. So we talked about the load bearing walls of our lives and a wife definitely being one of those. Uh, however, she can't be the only one. One reason is because she's female and I hate to you know point, point out the obvious there, but isn't there a advantage to having male spiritual friends in our lives to speak to certain issues that we as men have that we can't talk about with our wives. Right. And there's, I don't know, is there stuff in your life that you talk about with your male friends that you don't talk? I know you share a lot probably with your wife. I know I do with mine, but aren't there things that we can't go there with our wife? Yeah. I think that's a great question to really ask. Okay. uh, If I've got a, if I've got a good marriage, not everybody has a good marriage, but if I have a good marriage, I feel like my wife's a spiritual friend. Why do I need guys uh, who are spiritual friends in addition to that marriage relationship? And I think you hit on one of the, the key reasons, which uh, just just temptation. Um, the fact is, it's not helpful to your marriage if every time you really are struggling with lust and maybe objectifying women to run back and for your wife to be the person who hears all of that. Not that you have to tell somebody every detail, but still, you, <laughs> she can be torn down and feel terrible about herself while you're just trying to be transparent and honest. And so, you know, there are certain temptations where it's so much better to have a man who Mm -hmm. honestly, he's not just going to be soft. He's not just going to say it's all okay. We all struggle. But like we've talked about in prior episodes, who's going to actually, you know, give you the feedback, even Mm -hmm. the rebuke you might need. Um, But he can take it all and he's not going to be like wounded and, you know, a puddle of emotion at the end of it, like your wife might be. So, you know, for the sake of, uh, you know, that I'd say definitely with lust and I mean, often again, with, with, with anger, um, mm. you know, sometimes, the, you know, these are things that guys struggle with and, and guys sometimes get the struggle in a way that uh, a female may not. Yeah. And, and let me propose a, a, another situation for you that I can see danger in here. All right. Say my wife is my spiritual friend, close, awesome, amazing spiritual friend. Uh, and then we start to go maybe through some marital trouble. Uh, and our marriage is our relationship starts to struggle a little bit where we're just not as close and we're, we're struggling to communicate well and communicate in a healthy manner. But she was my only spiritual friend. What does that do to a man's life? So to, I don't know. Talk about that. Yeah, I think often what we're thinking about is, is long term investment. So, uh, you know, in, in the moment, you may not need additional spiritual friends. You might just be cruising. Um, but we've got to realize is one of the, the primary places that, that Satan is Satan is going to want to attack. It's going to be the marriage. I mean, because your marriage, um, better marriages than yours have fallen apart, no matter how good you think they are. And, mm. you know, your kids, their well-being is, is at stake. You know, your own well-being of your heart, your wife's heart is at stake. There's a whole lot riding on this marriage. And, you know, if that unexpected thing happens and you find yourself uh, embittered toward your wife, or she's embittered toward you. And like you said, you can't communicate. Now you've not built up the relationship. So there's nobody on the outside able to enter in and 
the problem, you know, I'm a pastor and the problem when, when people come to me with their marital problems, often it's way past when they should have been dealing with it. And so, and it, and it makes sense because I'm not necessarily their friend. I don't have access to that uh, part of their life in the way that somebody walking closely beside them might. So yeah, for the sake of your marriage, you need spiritual friends other than your wife yes. in, the, in the case that your marriage itself is under attack. Yes, that's a great point because that's something we don't want to think about until it's too late. Oftentimes we don't uh, pursue those friendships until we realize we're in a situation where we, we need them and we don't have them because we've all put all our energy into just uh, uh, having the spiritual friendship of our wife, which is where we need to put energy. But if that's the only one, there comes a time when that, that one load-bearing wall can't, can't handle it all. Um, now, I, all right, so I want to double back because we've just kind of given guys some warnings on why your, your wife cannot be your only spiritual friend. However, I don't want to gloss over the fact that your wife needs to be your spiritual friend. <laughs> okay, so, so let's go there uh, a little bit as well. Like, this is another point that guys miss out on is sometimes in marriages, guys grow only outside of marriage and your wife becomes your roommate or you're not as maybe even for a lot of guys, they're not interested in the spiritual lives of their wife in the, yeah. in, in that way. I don't know. Is, is that an issue that you see as well? And how do we prevent that? Yeah. You know, uh, really, I think guys should go back and listen to these episodes again, only to, <laughs> to flip the switch and say, now I'm thinking about my wife. I'm not thinking about that circle of men in my life uh, because a whole different set of applications will emerge from it. But, you know, the kind of things that, that we've been talking about that we have to do with uh, other men, we have to do the same kind of things with our spouse. And so, you know, conversation is a great example. Um, you know, when you're dating and you're just going to know uh, your future spouse, I mean, you can drive from Jacksonville, Florida to Los Angeles and never stop talking. You know, <laughs> it's like the whole universe opens up and everything's interesting and uh, you want to talk to each other. And then, you know, 15, 16 years in, you can drive from your house to the nearest gas station and have nothing. I mean, you just, you know, <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. I mean, um, and so, uh, you know, finding ways to really generate conversation, explore parts of each other's lives to really recognize, you know, there is so much mystery in your wife, so much that you don't know yet, no matter how much you think you do. Yeah. And what it takes is, uh, you know, finding those questions that, you know, crack open the door that you never thought to look within or to realize she's changed in areas and to be interested to find out what's on her mind right now. And I'd be honestly, Evan, I'd be interested because I'd say of everybody I've known, you're probably more thoughtful about some of this uh, than really any other guy I know. So what are some of the things that, that you do with Angie periodically just to, you know, to continue to spark conversation in, in your marriage? Uh, no pressure. Okay. <laughs> so I would say, First of all, uh, I think there's a great danger that comes, especially over time, where guys can begin to see their wife as their poker buddy. I call it a poker buddy. It's not what you're thinking. But, you know, what's, what's a poker buddy? Uh, it's somebody that you're sitting across the table playing poker with, right? But in, in the sense of a marriage, here's what I mean. Uh, you can become your wife's poker buddy by sitting across the table from her. And when she talks about her day, and maybe she's got a complaint or a situation, you hear it, and then you raise her one. You know, we've all got friends like this, right? You hear their complaints, and then you raise them one. I, I, well, let me tell you about what happened for me. Let me tell you about this. Let me tell you, oh, you think that's bad. Let me tell you about what my day. 
and we we fall into this trap of becoming poker buddies. We just sit across the table and try to one up each other on how bad our days were, or what. Wait, wait, you need to listen to me and what I got to go. That's a terrible trap to fall into if you're trying to grow in an actual loving relationship with someone. So I think the 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 way, place I'd start is, man, guys got to get better again at listening. Conversations huge. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when it comes to friendship with our wives, uh, step one is. Yeah, finding time to sit and talk. We, I, I value what I call couch time. And this is just kids go to bed and me and my wife sit on the couch. That's all it is, simple. We sit on the couch and we talk. She talks a lot most of the time because she's more of a talker. <laughs> I listen. <laughs> but, uh, but no, you know, couch time is huge for us. And so first, creating that space, creating an environment in your home that, uh, that fosters spiritual friendship. And then creating the space in your head to care. Like, oh, let me hear about your day. What did happen? I'm not going to interrupt you and try to be your poker buddy and one-up you. Let, let, <laughs> let me just hear about it. And you know what you need to be in that moment? The trench buddy. We've talked about a trench buddy. What is a trench buddy? Like, oh, you're going through that? Let me climb in that trench with you. Let me lie with you in that. Let me help you out. Of, let me walk alongside you out of that trench. So we got to reframe, I think, a lot of the ways we handle our marriage in that sense. Um, but I think, too, creating some... Uh, for lack of better terms, some traditions around these types of conversations with our wives. Uh, my wife and I have um, annual date nights that we take for New Year's, and we it's a review night. It's, hey, let's review the past year. What did we do this past year relationally? How did we do? Let's talk about you know, our expectations of one another and where we want to improve. Let's challenge one another. It's an open time of not like harsh being, but hey, I think we can grow better if we did these few things this year. And so I think you got to create the space, get creative, you know, create the space for having those kind of conversations with your wife if you want her to be your spiritual friend. Look, if you're just looking for somebody to go out on a date with and just have some good food, you can go do that all day. Uh, that's fine. But that's not going to grow your marriage into a spiritual friendship. You want a spiritual friendship. It's much like we've talked about all the other differences in a regular friend to a spiritual friend. You can go have a good time with your buddies at the bar and, and sit around. Great. Good for you. You grew a friendship. But are they on a journey with you headed to the presence of God? And if so, you've got a different uh, mode to go into when you have those conversations. So you've got a purpose to your date night. You've got a purpose to your conversation. You're asking different questions. You're curious about different things. So I think that we have to start taking advantage of some of what's around us in our environment and in the ways we approach things like date night and say, what would a spiritual friend do right now? I'm on this date. How would a spiritual friend approach this? And just that simple mindset, I think, would help some guys. Yeah, yeah, I would... Uh... Yeah, anybody listening should uh, contact Evan and ask him for some list of questions. He's got some great <laughs> ones. But there's something else I would add is that... Uh, you know, I think when we talk about, for example, that that we all have a shadow, you know, something that we can't see, uh, an area of not just weakness, but um, where sin has a foothold. You know, we talk about that with friendships with men. It's often like, well, how on earth am I going to have this relationship with guys that can see this shadow and we can have the kind of transparent relationship where somebody will comment like that sounds unimaginable. But the thing about our marriage is our wives already see the shadow. <laughs> they see it all. So. We don't have to find ways to expose ourselves. It's been exposed. Ugh. We just need to create the kind of trusting, loving relationships. We can talk and we can actually receive, um, you know, like in the Proverbs, you know, faithful is the, the wound of a friend, you know, that, that we, can, we can hear from her and see parts of ourselves that, uh, that we haven't seen, but that she yeah. sees that, 
through that grow into a better man. Yeah, that's great. I had a great example of that this past week. My wife modeled this. Uh, I had uh, I gave her a book recommendation. I said, hey, you should really read this book and here's what it's about. I think you enjoy it. And, uh, you know, anybody else would just say, oh, okay, great. I'll, I'll, I'll read that book. But I, she heard it, I think, in the terms of spiritual friendship. And she said, tell me why you want me to read this book. What is it that you see in my spiritual life? Because it was, you know, a book about spiritual growth. What is it that you're seeing that maybe is an area I need to grow in? And let's talk about that. Like, oh, oh okay, yeah, let's, let's go there. <laughs> but it's, you know, those are the types of conversations guys want to have. With their, you, you better want to have that with your wife. Like, because like you said, she knows. She sees your shadow. She knows it all. She knows your weaknesses. So be willing to ask of her, hey, tell, tell me some areas I can grow as a man right now in my spiritual life, in our friendship, and be willing to hear it. Because uh, guess what, guys? You got them. You got areas where you need to grow. You got areas well, you need to grow. The great thing, you know, what's special about marriage is like, you don't have to, you don't have to worry about her running away because she sees it. Like, she's been <laughs> dumb enough to marry you already. <laughs> you know, there's commitment built into this. And I think that's what I love about my wife so much is it's like, you know, everything that I'm trying to hide from the world, she sees and let, and yet she loves me in spite of all of that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so this is where, again, it's a special spiritual friend in that she really sees the worst of you. And yet she's present, she's committed. And on that basis, you know, you can build, uh, you can build friendship like in no other relationship. Yes. Yes. That's great. And so one thing I would point out to guys within this is we've said this time and time again, every week, um, you want a spiritual friend, it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to, you, you're going to have to go for it. Let me, let me tell you, double down when it comes to spiritual friendship within marriage. Uh, if you want a spiritual friend, start in your marriage and you need, it's not going to just happen. It's not going to just happen. You're going to have to take an approach with it where you want it and where you're uh, being intentional about the types of conversations you have, about uh, the way you listen and all of that. So this this doesn't, I know there's a lot of guys and look, I get it. There's a lot of guys out there that they're not there right now in their marriages. They're, their wife is not a spiritual friend. And uh, I want you to hear there's, there's hope. It can happen. It, it is something that can happen, uh, but it's not going to happen on its own. Somebody's got to take this first step. Somebody's got to start getting it there. And that's you. Like, that's you. If you're hearing this, it's you. So um, I, don't, I guess to wrap us up, or, or you, you can feel free to jump in here. But one thing I want to make sure to get across to guys is if you hear anything, I want you to hear to give your wife this week the gift of friendship. Give your wife the gift of friendship in two, two ways I mean that. One, be her friend. Like, really, be interested in being her friend and her spiritual friend. But two, does your wife have other friends? We just talked about load-bearing walls, Joe, and how we ourselves need our wife, yes, as one of our spiritual friends, but we need other guys. We need a band of brothers. Guess what? Our wife needs that too. And if we are ignoring the needs of our wives and they, their need for spiritual friends outside of ourselves, we are failing. So guys, it's going to take effort for you to find a spiritual friend. It's going to take a lot of effort for you to make sure that your wife has spiritual friends, but it's got to be a priority. Don't you want that for your wife? Don't you want the kind of wife that is growing alongside other women and growing alongside of you? So I know this is probably like a, a broader top. Maybe, maybe <laughs> marriage is not, uh, didn't fit in what you thought of as, as spiritual friendship, but uh, I, I don't know, Joe, did, did, 
don't you think that this plays a big part in when we talk about spiritual friendship, you can't go there without talking about marriage and without addressing the needs of your wife and yourself in both of it. Yeah, no, I think this is all fundamental. And uh, so it, it dovetails you know, perfectly with all that's been said. And I would just uh, reiterate what you said, you know, guys, uh, tell your wife that you're going to watch the kids on Friday night and let her get out with some girlfriends and, you know, some friends, some Christian friends. And if there's that weekend opportunity for her to get away and, uh, you know, have some time with the, the kind of women that are really build her up in her faith, do what it takes, um, put in the extra hours, uh, because it, it's going to pay dividends for your family, for your marriage. Um, but most importantly for your wife herself, her walk with Jesus. So that's our, let's do it this week. Like you said, let's make time to help our wives find the friendship they need to grow in Christ. That's it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again next week.